Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey guys, we're gonna, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about uh, individual stuff afterwards, uh, but right now I want to make sure that the president has an opportunity uh, to his, his words and his audio. Off. Off. No, we've already been showing the podium on our air. I don't. Okay. Do you want? That's. Do you understand that? What's that? What would you like to do? Off. It's off. This is the cool camera. Yeah. Off. Off. Everything's off. Um, I just. Okay, uh, let me just, I've got Michael Anton here with the National Security Committee. I think uh, with respect to, the, to President Xi's visit, uh, we intend to, to have a, a readout later. Uh, hopefully we can, um, we'll gather with the pool at the very least. We'll see what the, uh, what the day, the rest of the day looks like about trying to get back over here as well, but we'll continue to update that. I just wanted to provide a little bit of a TikTok on uh, the President's <coughs> action. I know there's been a lot of interest in this, and then we can uh, take a few questions on this. But with respect to the action that the President took in Syria, um, uh, and the questions regarding the, the timeline, let me just kind of walk you through it. On Tuesday at about 10.30 in the morning, the President was informed during the course of his uh, daily presidential briefing about the actions in Syria. Uh, he, at that time, asked the team uh, for additional information and updates. The interagency team spent the day developing uh, an initial range of options for the President. At uh, about 8 o'clock on Tuesday night, uh, there was a restricted uh, deputy committee meeting uh, on the situation, preliminary options were presented and refined. John, can you talk louder, please? I'm sorry. On Wednesday, and so on Tuesday night, uh, there was additional, um, uh, there was a deputies meeting at the White House where, where options uh, were presented and refined, uh, and interagency guidance was, was developed. Thursday, excuse me, Wednesday morning, a restricted principals meeting was conducted uh, where interagency options and gave further guidance uh, to, to refine. Around 3 o'clock on Wednesday, a national security meeting uh, was convened where the president was briefed on options. He reviewed the options in detail, asked a series of questions to his team, uh, requested further information, and uh, the decision to, uh, to reconvene on Thursday was made. Uh, at about uh, 1.30 on Thursday, en route to Florida, the President convened the National Security Team. Uh, aboard, there was a board Air Force One and, and others via secure video conference on Air Force One. Uh, at, later that day, at approximately 4 o'clock, uh, the President, the Secretary of State, the Secretary of Defense, National Security Advisor, and other members of the National Security Team met in a secure uh, room at, down here uh, where they were uh, piped in with the rest of the team by a secure video teleconference. The president gave uh, the okay to move ahead. At approximately 7.40, 59 uh, Tomahawk missiles were launched from Navy destroyers in the eastern Mediterranean. 7, 7.40, 19.40 uh, Eastern. Uh, from Navy destroyers in the eastern Mediterranean, all 59 hit their target. At 8.30, uh, notification of foreign leaders and congressional leadership began. Uh, the Vice President uh, called uh, several congressional leaders and began calling some foreign leaders, the Secretary of State, Secretary of Defense, uh, National Security Advisor, and others uh, were also involved in making some of those phone calls to both uh, heads of government, 
defense ministers and uh, congressional leaders. Uh, around uh, 8.30, 8.40, first impacts uh, began uh, on the ground. The president informed President Xi that strikes were occurring as their dinner concluded. Uh, all along, the national security team continued to monitor the event and the situations. Uh, after dinner, the president went back down to the secure room uh, where he was uh, briefed by the Secretary of State, the Secretary of Defense, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs, uh, and, uh, and others were present via a, a secure video teleconference in the Situation Room. The Secretary of Defense was on a secure line, video teleconference as well as the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs. Uh, several of the members were convened in the Situation Room in Washington, D.C. Uh, the, the President was updated on the effectiveness, uh, was informed uh, uh, that battle damage assessment would take a few hours. Uh, but that initial results were extremely positive. Uh, he asked about reaction from uh, the world community as well as congressional leaders and was informed uh, that there was uh, fairly unanimous uh, uh, praise for the decision and the action that the president took. Uh, so that's pretty much the TikTok. Uh, Pentagon and the national security team continue to provide uh, the president with updates uh, this morning. And uh, as soon as uh, his visit with President Xi, I expect a, a further update to the president. Hallie. Sean, can you talk a little bit about the next steps here in Syria. Was this a one-off? Does this change the administration's policies moving forward? What happens from here? Yeah, I, I'm not going to get in. I think when you've heard the president talk. He spoke extensively in this Rogue Garden the other day uh, with King Abdullah there that uh, he's not going to telegraph his next move. But I think that this action um, was very decisive, justified, and proportional to the uh, to the actions that he felt needed taken. I think it sent a very strong signal, not just to Syria, but throughout the world. Let me ask you Absolutely. I, I think that his actions were very clear uh, under Article Two in, in our nation's national security. Uh, there's a very important national security interest in the region, um, stability, and obviously there's a huge humanitarian component to this. Sure. Julie. Julie. No. I can't. Can you talk about the process that the president went through when he got the three options, who he consulted with, and then what his recommendation or, or request to the team was in terms of narrowing them down? Yeah, again, I'm not going to get into specifics. There's obviously uh, both in terms of what could have been done, but obviously that, that would telegraph potential future action that I don't want to get into, and a lot of that remains classified. Um, I will say, however, that, as I mentioned, uh, both Secretary of Defense Mattis, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, uh, Secretary, I mean, uh, Director McMaster, uh, and the rest of the national security team, the Vice President and others, uh, were consulted. Um, and that occurred over, you know, starting at Tuesday at 10.30 when the President was made aware of this. He continued to ask questions and, and ask for options. Um, so this was a, a very um, evolving process in which the President was given updates. Uh, asked additional questions, given additional options, refined those options until an ultimate decision was made uh, yesterday. Sure. Margaret. Sean, um, can you just clarify? I think you said that uh, the President informed Xi after the strikes had concluded. Is that accurate? Uh, the exact timeline, the President, as you know, yesterday was having dinner. Um, I think after the dinner concluded, my, I, I believe that the, the impact had been made. Um, I'd have to check the exact timeline. Uh, but. Uh, the impact occurred um, at around 8.30 last night, Eastern Time. Um, the President informed President Xi as dinner concluded and he was on his way back to um, his temporary quarters. So uh, so where the 
where the exact timeline is, I don't know, but I, my, my understanding is, is that everything had made impact by the time uh, he was informed, he informed President Xi. That's right. This is military action that he has taken unilaterally. As he explained this to Xi Jinping, was it put in that context? Was there any broader message that, like, look, you know, if you don't help us crack down on North Korea, we are willing to go ahead with similar action? Yeah, I, I'm going to let. Uh, there will be a readout later today about all of the areas and issues that were discussed, and I think we'll we'll try to get some further. Some, some individuals down to talk about specifics on the topics they were talked. I believe that what the President stated last night was just simply that action had been taken, what he was doing, what had happened, um, and that he was going to be briefed. Uh, I don't think there was any immediate nexus, but uh, I was not present for that conversation. Hey, Sean, I'll just like, to clarify the, um, the follow-up. Uh, H.R. McMaster said last night, I believe, that there were two NSC meetings. Um, I believe you you described more meetings than that. How many meetings was the president personally involved in throughout this process? I have four that were four. Four, okay. Well, again, remember, it started with the PBD. I mean, it oh, depends. Five. Then five, yeah. If you count the P initial PBD, uh, that was uh, at 1030 on Tuesday. Okay. And secondly, I know you say the president says he's not going to outline what he is going to do next. He wants to remain flexible. But members on the Hill say that they want to be brought into the process. So how does that mesh the president? keeping his desire of not announcing things, but folks on the Hill saying, hey, we need to be brought Yeah, I, I would just say, like, I mean, as I mentioned, the, the key congressional leaders and committee heads and ranking members were all uh, informed of the decision. And I think now that action's been taken, I believe that they'll be, you know, they'll, they'll, they've started to have those conversations, both the Secretary of Defense, Secretary of State, National Security Advisor, the Vice President, the Chief of Staff, others have been in constant contact with congressional leaders. And, uh, and you know, I understand your desire to, to understand what's going on. But um, I, I think those are conversations that are going to be held fairly privately uh, in terms of preserving uh, any future future action. Jim. Uh, there are some reports out there that uh, there are concerns among U.S. officials that the Russians were involved in the, the chemical weapons attack uh, that occurred in Syria. What, what's the latest on that? What can you tell us about that? Uh, I, that you're looking at? Yeah, I, I'm just going to – the actions that were taken were clearly – against the Assad regime, and uh, I'm not going to say anything further than that. As I mentioned just on the, the – I believe Secretary Killerson noted last night uh, with respect to Russia that it was a military deconfliction uh, with respect to the area of operation um, to make sure that because we're both operating, but beyond that there was no political contact made with Moscow. Um, but I think last night sent a very clear signal. Michael. Yeah. Um, Sean, you talked about this as an evolution over these last 72 hours. Mm -hmm. Could you – give a little bit of insight into the president's thinking and how that evolved. We saw publicly the statements that he made where he sort of seemed to become more taken aback by the imagery <coughs> have you by the time he, he gave that press conference with the King Jordan. But can you talk to us privately about what his reaction was at the beginning and then how that evolved and how he got from point A to point B ultimately to, to, to launch the threat? Well, only to say, I mean, number one, I think the president's comments that he made in the Rose Garden with King Abdullah pretty much speak for themselves with respect to the disgust that he had for the imagery that he was seeing and the, the assessments that his team was providing with respect to the innocent lives, especially the children and babies uh, that had been killed. Uh, obviously, chemicals have been used by Assad in the past, and but, you know, in his first 70 days, the president uh, was very taken by this. 
Um, but also, I think this was, as you mentioned correctly, this was a 72-hour evolution of receiving updates and options and refinement through additional questions that the President made uh, to come to a final decision. But, but you know, th this is once, once, once he was presented with these at 1030 on Tuesday, uh, he began to ask a series of questions, uh, began to get additional updates and assessment as far as what happened, why it happened, and then obviously options that were available and to act. Because the question is, you know, was there a sense of maybe skepticism at the beginning where he said, look, are you no. sure that, like, you No, I, I spoke with him. Per I, I, I had an opportunity to see him initially uh, right after that, that PBD, and uh, he was uh, very moved um, and found the, the event extremely tragic. Um, so I think from the get-go, uh, it, it was very, very um, – Disturbing and tragic uh, and moving to him, and um, so you had a sense that he was he was there in terms of military strikes. No, I, I wouldn't say no. Again, yeah, I, I wouldn't just just before we get too far. The answer is that he he had a very deliberative process of asking um, his national security team to develop options, um, um, and I, as you may know, I mean so those options usually start with you know zero and go all the way to a hundred. Um, and so there was a level of assessment, uh, further probing, and questions that the president had. And then um, ultimately, after, after days of, of refinement, uh, a decision was made. But, but that to, I, I wouldn't want to suggest that there was any sense of, of immediate decision. That's why it, it evolved over time and took the length of time that he did. It was through a series of updates, questions, and, and further information. What, Obviously, I can't go into what he sees in a PBD. Well, so, but how did he take Obviously, there's beyond what what he the information that he gets in his PBD. Uh, there were very clear um, images that were available um, online in newspapers and on television that everyone in the world could see. Was he seeing those? I'm sorry. He was seeing those two in the public images that were. Up oh, absolutely. Sean? Thanks, Sean. Um, as part of this 72-hour uh, evolution. Does the president now believe Assad needs to leave power? Is that part of I, I think that the president's actions were very decisive last night and I think are very clear about what he thinks um, needs to get done. I think first and foremost, the president believes uh, that, they're, they're, that the Syrian government, the Assad regime, should at the minimum agree to uh, abide by uh, the agreements that they made not to use chemical weapons. I think that should be a minimum standard throughout the world. Um, so I, I think that's where we start. I think a very, very clear message was sent last night, um, one that was backed up and echoed by not only our own leaders here in this country, but throughout the world. Sean, the President during the campaign warned uh, that action against the Assad regime could result or devolve into World War III. Um, he talked about the risks of drawing in Russia and Iran right. to a broader conflict. Is the President at all concerned about that happening or the fact that as U.S. planes fly over the Syrian skies that they could run into interference from either Russian or Syrian defense systems? I, I think if you've seen the response from the world community, uh, including some of the countries that you've mentioned, I think that they understand that the U.S. Um, acted appropriately. And, and in most cases, uh, there is widespread praise from around the globe for the President's actions. I think the president, the, as I said, uh, the team last night, Secretary of Defense Mattis, Secretary of State Tillerson, the Vice President, Chief of Staff, National Security Advisor, was on the phone, not just with uh, members of Congress, 
but with foreign uh, heads of government as well as defense ministers, uh, and, and almost universally, uh, we're praised for the president's decisive action. To follow on that, Sean, also on the campaign trail, the president <coughs> expressed a desire to work with Russia to defeat ISIS, but this clearly puts a setback on that. No, I don't. I don't know that I agree with that. I think that there can be a there can be a shared commitment to defeat ISIS and also agree that you can't gas your own people. I, I don't think that, that there, is a, there is a mutual level of, of, of human decency that I think we can expect out of everybody. Um, and I don't think that that goes hand in hand with, with, with also augmenting that with our national security interests. Sean, can, you clarify? Sean, can you give us a sense of who, uh, what foreign ministers and defense ministers were spoken to last night? And does the president have anybody on his schedule today, world leaders, that he's going to talk to? Uh, I, as I said, the president's been uh, continuing in meetings with President Xi, um, I'll see on both of those whether or not what what. Yeah. The Russian Foreign Ministry statement this morning called this a clear act of aggression. It suggested that the United States had been planning this strike even before the chemical attack. Can you respond specifically? To I, I think I just gave you a very clear TikTok of of what the president's uh, notification and how, it, how he derived at the action he did. Um, so uh, that 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 pretty much speaks for itself. And I'm sorry, the, the other. Yeah, I, I think this was a clear response on humanitarian pur purposes that has been widely praised from throughout the globe. Yes, sir. Hey, Sean, are there any specific outcomes from President Xi and President Trump? Yeah, as I mentioned at the outset, we'll have a, a readout of that visit. Um, I just wanted to give you guys a quick update. We'll have further information throughout the day. Um, stay in touch with us. I want to get back. Obviously, our focus is uh, continuing to have a, a phenomenal, a, a great, I'm sorry, Politico. Uh, um, I think we've, we're in the midst of a, of a very terrific visit, and uh, I want to make sure that the, we, uh, we, we conclude that. Thank you guys very much. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.